take a few minutes to uh, make some comments about the budget. Uh, we, we started this process uh, about six months ago, and it's, it's not over. Um, the budget process will continue uh, over the next month formally, but it's not too soon to be concerned about how we will function and how we will operate in the year 2012 as well as 2013. That's because while this budget provides basic city services at a continuing level to, for what Madisonians have expected, this budget is not sustainable over any extended period of time. And that is because there are certain decisions in the budget process, there are certain recommendations made here based on revenues that are not sustainable. I had some tough decisions to make. We usually think about those in terms of specific agencies, specific services, whether to make cuts, whether to uh, continue funding. But in this instance, it was a question of relying on revenue sources. And when it came down to a final decision in the last several weeks, I looked at the city government as a machine, a, a very well-crafted machine, one that has evolved over years, that's been given a lot of care, one that is uh, efficient and effective. And one of the questions was, do we start dismantling that machine? Do we start taking it apart in light of what's happened with the national economy and particularly what light of what's happened with government decisions at the state level. We were headed in that direction until we, uh, until we were successful in negotiations with the police and firefighters. If we had not had that success, then uh, the dismantling process would have begun. And then uh, we might as well have faced the reality of, of our long-term problems. In the next two years, we are either going to have to see a considerable increase in the city's property tax base or some reform in how state government treats us in terms of shared revenue and in terms of other funding programs like recycling, such as uh, what we see in regards to um, in, in, in regards to payment in lieu of services for uh, what, we, what we do for, for, for serving state property. This budget, for example, includes some areas where tough decisions were made and some areas where we got lucky. And they amount 
close to $10 million or more. Uh, we got very lucky with health insurance rates. Because of the competitive nature of what's happening with uh, the health care providers in our community, where everybody else was increasing health insurance rates between 4.9 and 5.2 percent, Unity came in and uh, they came in with a reduction of over 2 percent. Not only does that save city employees money, but it saves the city $2.6 million. That 2.6 is very significant, but we have to assume at some point uh, when the competitive um, nature of what is taking place between Unity and Physician Plus passes, uh, we can expect that to, to, to increase. The savings that we incur as a result of those police and fire contracts and uh, other related um, savings in regards to uh, supervisory personnel was 2.5 million, almost 2.5. Uh, we have some life insurance funds we make to which we make payments. That fund is fairly healthy. We've decided to forego making contributions and that's $1.9 million. Uh, that is something which we'll have to return to making payments in a couple of years. So, so far you can see we're almost up to $7 million. Um, there's a whole series of other decisions uh, ranging anywhere from a half a million dollars to, to one and a half million dollars that ended up producing for us uh, well over uh, 10 to 12 million dollars either in reduced costs or increased revenues. Let me make one, uh, one mention here. In terms of, of uh, city, city employees, this, this budget, with, with two exceptions, which I'll get to in a second, basically means we can continue the, the services, the service levels, with no, um, with no layoffs and most likely uh, no need for furloughs. The two exceptions. One is uh, the city attorney's office. Uh, we did not get a new agreement with the city attorneys. Um, that has created difficulties, and we hope that we can be bargaining with them over the next uh, five or six weeks before the budget's adopted and an amendment can be put in uh, for them. Otherwise, uh, we're looking at significant furlough days. Um, it'll be uh, close to two a month per per city attorney. The other is in the area of health. In the area of health, uh, we have to go in partnership with the county, and the county found that sustaining the WIC program would not work, and so there's some modifications there. The employees affected technically are employees of the county. 
I want to thank the city department division heads. We, we asked them to submit a budget that uh, came in at levels that were basically 5% below last year's. They did that. Um, and while not all budgets are reduced the same, uh, we, we, we see that we got full cooperation. I had set an objective of a 3% increase on property taxes for the average homeowner. When it became clear that it was possible to provide the full complement to city services next year, I made some modifications to that goal. The actual increase on the average home will be 3.24%. I was prepared to, to go above it modestly if we were capable of keeping Madison's government intact. With all these difficulties, we still had to address some ongoing problems and some new problems. Um, and so there's some additions, there are some new positions in this budget. First, we've added a position in the Community Development Authority in regards to housing strategies and, and policies and housing planning. It, it, uh, it, it baffles me that a city of our size, um, which for decades uh, had a, a, a staff that was capable of, of uh, developing housing plans, housing strategy, had no such position. So while we couldn't return to the size of staffing I'd like, we have added one position there. There's a special project management position in the Department of Planning and Community and Economic Development, uh, which will complement the work that we're doing in regards to economic development. There is a significant increase in costs that comes with next year's elections. First of all, we have the added cost that naturally comes in a presidential year. That's $370,000. But we have the additional cost of conducting those elections under the new requirements of the voter ID bill. We've had some experience with that bill already. We've seen what's happened in other places around the state in regards to uh, the complications created by that bill. And that will add to the cost of government here in Madison by $345,000. That's what we generally refer to as an unfunded mandate. Um, I'm not pleased with this. It's a needless cost. It's a cost associated with discouraging voting, but we have little choice uh, unless the court should, should uh, strike down that, that uh, offensive law. You've seen in recent weeks some of the problems associated with the increased use of, of opiates and heroin in our community. We are joining with Dane County we will be funding uh, $33,000 as part of a, a task force that's going to approach this problem from both a health and medical standpoint as well as law enforcement.
There's a modest $18,000 that's been added to the budget in regards to law enforcement. That's because we were fortunate last week where for the first time since 2004, we were approved a COPS grant by the Department of Justice. Uh, this is an application we submitted in May and been working on over the summer. And that federal grant will bring in over 700,000 to the city of Madison. We've added a position uh, for our portion of the Department of Health so that we can have greater coordination and more effectiveness with uh, our neighborhood resource teams. As, as many of you know, that besides the, the challenge of this budget, the safety, the uh, enhancement of our city neighborhoods is the most important thing on the agenda. And, and now with this budget in hand, we're going to go uh, into the community and serve the people uh, of, of Madison who've made it very clear that the basic services and their neighborhoods are the most important things to them. This budget does reflect, um, this budget does reflect the, the outcomes of the sessions we held uh, during the summer. There were contemplated cuts in services regarding uh, snow and ice uh, challenges, lifeguards at certain beaches, and, and all of those are, are, are uh, preserved in this budget. And they are also, that, that, that goal is also reflected in community services. There are no cuts for agencies that we fund through community services. At times like this, where the demand on those nonprofit partners is greater than ever, this is not the time to cut them. In summary, we started out with a gap of close to $33 million. As we went through the summer, uh, some changes at the state level, uh, some decisions that we made narrowed that gap to about 17 million. A significant portion of that gap was narrowed by the decisions that were made in regards to borrowing. We reduced by millions the dollars that would have been spent for debt service next year which again allows us uh, to fund basic services here in the city of Madison. I want to just uh, thank uh, the finance department. They did an outstanding job in working in partnership with all the city departments and divisions. Then once they'd gone through that, portion of the budgetary process, they had to uh, put up with me. Um, and things did change on a day-to-day -day basis. Sometimes final decisions were made two and three and four times, uh, right up through Friday.
So with that, let me let me just uh, again uh, thank thank the city staff, thank uh, my my own staff, and questions. Mayor, do I understand you're saying that as far as small removal operations, that is not being cut? There's there's virtually no cuts in that area. We may have uh, take a little longer if we get some really deep snows. But basically, uh, that was an area of basic services that was prefer, uh, preserved. And you have been saying for some time, 3% was it for the yes. What changed your, your mind about your thoughts about the reason the the, 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 the the critical point was when we reached agreement with police and fire. Because at that point, a budget with virtually no service cuts, a budget that we could sustain for the year was attainable. And your thoughts on 3.24, that's for the average, is, is that, are we okay with that? We'll, we'll, we'll find out. What are your thoughts? I would have liked to have seen us under 3%. Um, I look at it in light of increases that have taken place over several years. Um, on the other hand, if you look at it in terms of spending, our spending is very reasonable. We're very responsible on our level of spending. And again, if it was not for the cuts that the state made to us, which are several million dollars, uh, we'd be looking at, a, at an increase uh, well under 3%. Uh, 4.7? 4.4% is where we could have gone. And if the council tries to increase taxes over yours, I'm not going to answer that question. What's the total amount of this budget? Depends whether or not you include, uh, you include the, the, the library. Um, including the library, the recommended budget is uh, 250.4 million, and and that compares to uh, 211s adopted of 248 million. So when you look at the comparison, this year's budget is slightly two is, is slightly two million dollars higher than last year's, wearing wearing where in comparison, last year's budget was uh, uh, about $10 million higher than the previous year's. No. Well, other than what the, the problems that we face uh, in health, uh, where we jointly have the, the, the WIC program with the county. Has there been a reduction in funding? Yes. Yes. When you say reduction, well, I mean, the, the city council would agree it's not at two million. Uh, it's not at two million. What is it? One point five? One point four? One point three five. One point three five. How many and as far as reducing overture funding by something over half 
not being reduced. They, they never had two million. Two million is what the council wanted to give them under the agreement that they had made. Under the agreement, and why is it prudent to do less than It's appropriate given given the constraints that we have. I believe that the private sector can make it up. Where in certain instances the private sector can't help us uh, in terms of snow removal. Or, or say in terms of some of the very vital community service issues that we've got. As far as the, the life insurance holidays and the savings there, talk about that being very short term. Does that put the city behind it all in future years, or is this money that accumulated over time in the past years? We, 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 the, the, the fund is healthy, um, but, but you, you just can't go on not covering it year in and year out. We can get away with it for a year or so. Maybe two years. Mayor, I'm not all that familiar with this, this situation, so I'm going to ask is it unusual for certain departments to have furloughs as opposed to all city employees? Because you mentioned city attorneys having two furloughs. Up until now, while the state, the university, and the county have had furloughs in recent years, the city of Madison has not had any furloughs. Um, whether or not there will be needed in regards to the city attorney's budget will be determined on, on how discussions go uh, in the coming weeks with the attorneys. But it's just that department that will be also in That's the only one. I, in, in terms of all agencies other than the attorneys, and what I mentioned that in terms of health, with all other agencies, there will be no layoffs, and we're fairly well assured that there will be no need for furloughs. Well, they're the only agency that uh, where, where, there no, where no adjustment was made. That's correct. Um, well, the, 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 unlike police and fire, the attorneys did not renegotiate their labor agreement, which meant that the contributions in terms of health and in terms of um, WRS, are at the full level. Those were handled in uh, contract negotiations um, either earlier this year or are subject to state statute. In effect, all city employees, other than the attorneys, have had their health insurance uh, and WRS payments by the city government reduced pursuant to the state statute, pursuant to what Governor Walker uh, provided for us. Uh, that's not in the budget. Mm -hmm. 
Ask me when it happens. There, there is one and a quarter million dollars in the contingent fund. And by the way, we've increased that from a million to one and a quarter million, specifically because, of, well, for two reasons. One, because this budget is so tight, and secondly, uh, when you look at that fund, the contingent fund over the years and the size of the city budget, as a proportion of the city budget, it really should be larger. It should probably by, by now be closer to $2 million. So speaking as the mayor of Madison, did you tell people that you did not see the recall election? Next. <laughs> <laughs> the joint opiate task force, you said $33,000 is going towards that. Do you have any details about where exactly that money is going to be spent? Well, we have to work the details out with the, with the county. Uh, a lot of it will be spent on education, on identifying uh, individuals with problems, uh, and we'll certainly be working with uh, health care providers here in, in, in the Madison and Dane County area. This is what the uh, city clerk determined after we reviewed the length of time added to the cost of the election process because of the new voter ID law and what it would take in terms of increased staffing to keep the lines moving. Um, I mean, we did not want to see tens of thousands of voters walking away from the polls because of waits of two, three, four hours. And there would just simply be too much work in the whole process of checking the ID and going through the signature process um, for, for the size staff that we've had in the past. Yeah, some of, some of that is education, but the vast majority of it is for the administration of the election. Just, we just need more personnel. There, there is more work that is going to be done. You open the press conference by saying the budget is not sustainable. What is your budget? What is the, 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 the budget is not sustainable. Um, and, and, and what happens is in two or three years, um, if, if nothing else changes, I see a gap to fund a similar budget of somewhere around six to, to eight million dollars. And, and at that point, that six to eight million dollars is going to come directly out of services. And you have to figure 80 percent of our service costs are personnel. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, if, 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 if they heard it once, they heard it a, a thousand times, both, both the departments, my staff, and finance. I would start out saying, when I taught the public budgeting and finance class to, to graduate students at the UW, this is one of the first things I would tell them, you cannot do. We're doing it. Um, and, and like I said earlier, 
the reason we're doing it is because there is hope. If there was no hope, I would, I would start making the, uh, the cuts now, and, and we'd have to face up to them. But I do believe in the next year to two there is some hope. We'll get changes in state government. We'll get reform in regards to shared revenue funding, in regards to recycling, in regards to transit aids, in regards to recognition uh, as to the incredibly small number of dollars, incredible small number of dollars they provide to us compared to other municipalities around the state. Is there hope with Scott Walker and the governor's mansion? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's hope for him while he's in the governor's mansion or in the Capitol. Make it clear what I said. I don't know if there's hope for the city, whether he's in the mansion or the Capitol. But I hold out some hope. It's that easy? Fine. Thank you.